everyone. Welcome to the Putting Words to It podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. We're going to continue in our um, series, Love Is. And in this series, we are tackling the descriptive words that Paul uses when he's talking about love in the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. Today, I am super excited. We are talking about love rejoices when truth wins out. And to have this conversation, I've invited my new friend, Megan Clara, to join me. Hi, Megan. Hello. How are you today? So far, so fabulous. <laughs> Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okie dokie. So I am an occupational therapy assistant student currently in school, okay. and I'm really excited. I graduate in May. Woo! I'm over two years through my program, so I wow. only have a couple of weeks left, honestly, wow. and I can't wait. I'm really excited. Yeah. A little bit about me. I was um, the fourth kid out of six, raised in a really big family. Mm -hmm. um, I, have a, a, I was saved at a very young age, mm -hmm. and I've grown up in ministry. And I've recently gotten married within like the last year and a half. And so I'm just absolutely loving married life. It's the yeah. best thing that's ever happened to me. So Aww. absolutely. <laughs> and so you're married to Aiden, who is working with us at mm -hmm. our heating and air conditioning company. Um, and so we were at lunch one day and we were just talking and I shared, I'm working on this podcast and this is... This is where I feel like we're the direction that we're going and just in conversation. And I just knew that you would be a great person to have this conversation um, about <laughs> truth. So thank you for coming, driving out here and joining me today. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I know that when, when you talk about truth that um, I think there's a lot of questions that come with, well, what is truth really? And mm -hmm. um, so I'm just, I'm just excited to dive in. So let's just let's just talk about. Can you define in your own words when when we say love rejoices when truth wins out? What does that mean to you? Like how does how would you define that kind of love? How would I define love? Yeah, I would. Well, I thought about this question a little bit as I was preparing for the podcast, okay. and every single description that I could give for mm -hmm. what love is in my own words, mm -hmm. all came to the same conclusion and that is one word and that one word is Jesus. Mm. There is no yeah. way to separate love from Jesus mm -hmm. and all descriptions of love are going to culminate into that one word which is Jesus. Yes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. When when we talk about love, we are talking about Jesus and I think that's um I don't know, that's what has inspired me throughout this whole season of recording because I understand that um, God is love. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And Jesus and God are one, you know. So when we are talking about love, we are talking about him. And he's pretty awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> I was I was listening to a video recently and this, this man said that the marker of God's people mm -hmm. has to be love. Mm -hmm. Because if they are not full of love, then... I mean, can they truly, by the definition of God's people, can they be called mm. God's people if they don't have love? Yeah. And I believe it was 1 Corinthians 13, 2 that mm. says, you know, I can give all my things to mm. the poor. I can mm -hmm. do all of these things. I can, you know, X, Y, Z. And, right. But if I don't have love, I truly have nothing. Absolutely. And so I think love, another answer for what love is, is mm. everything we need. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, when we get it out of proportion... When we feel like um, 
our our works, our what we can accomplish, what we can give, like when we are looking at when we're talking about the Christian faith and walking a Christian life, when we're when we're looking to those things, then we're really missing the point. Mm-hmm. The point is love. God told us like Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love God and then love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what he's calling us to and that's what being a Christian means. Mm-hmm. Um so yes, yeah, so love does rejoice when truth wins out, when we're talking about love and when we're talking about that Jesus is love. Um, can you describe a time or give an example of when Jesus showed you or is showing you this kind of love? Well, I think there's so many examples throughout my life. Mm-hmm. So one of the most prominent ones that mm-hmm. um, we've talked about before, but one mm-hmm. of the most prominent times where I felt the love of God in my life was when I first met Aiden. Mm-hmm. And I, at, when I first met him, I was in a point in my spiritual journey where I was questioning so many things. Mm-hmm. I was doubting so many different things that I had never really questioned growing up. Mm -hmm. I think that the environments that I grew up in were not conducive to any questions that Mm -hmm. were in any kind of way oppositional or just doubtful. And I think it was not something that was talked about. Mm -hmm. If you had questions, it was more of a, this is not something to be spoken of. Mm. Just pray about it and then Mm. talk to me once you get the answer. Don't talk about it. Okay. And that's not always the best way to talk about doubts. I think that they should be addressed and it's a normal thing to have questions and getting the answers can actually build your faith. Absolutely. I think it's very important to not sweep them under the rug Mm -hmm. because you never know if the answer's to those questions can help other people who have the same questions. Because I don't think we're unique in the questions that we have. Right. So one of the ways that I was shown that love, when Aiden um, first met me, I was really in a depression and Mm. I was really in a just doubt. And he helped, um, and I believe God equipped him Mm. with the words to say and the, the reasoning that I needed to hear um, Aiden had read the C.S. Lewis books mm-hmm. um, and then also I believe and I wrote it here so I pronounce it right mm-hmm. The Monologian and the Prosologian by Anselm of Canterbury oh, wow. and if you've ever heard of that mm-hmm. it's it's basically two different books and they explain how God can possess seemingly contradictory qualities but still be a good God mm-hmm. and, and it gives proof for his existence through different theologies and different ontological arguments okay. and that was really what I needed to hear and Aiden was able to not just read that information and be like wow good book mm-hmm. but he was able to speak it in a way that I could understand it mm-hmm. and I could really draw a mental picture from the questions that I had mm-hmm. to the answers that made sense and there is unequivocal Mm. evidence for God's existence and the goodness of God, not just his existence, Mm -hmm. but the goodness of God. And so I think that God put Aiden in my life for that reason. Mm. And I am just so thankful. And then that love Mm -hmm. um, cultivated into a a love that I eventually developed for Aiden. Mm. And, you know, and then, you know, the rest Mm -hmm. of the story, we got married and whatnot. (laughs) But that was a, a huge turning point in my life of just, getting all of those doubts just assuaged and moved to the side that's so so important and a pivotal moment in my life for sure so when um so would you say Aiden provided a safe space oh absolutely (laughs) he's such a good listener yeah he doesn't even mean to but he is (laughs) a safe space to be able to say I I do have doubts Mm -hmm. and I think when 
um, as Christians, we feel like if we have doubt, then it means we don't have faith. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. But really what we're saying is, help me believe. Yes, absolutely. Right? Like, help me. I want to, oftentimes, we're saying, I want to believe, but I have this thing that I need worked out. Like, I need mm-hmm. it. I need to talk through this, but I hear what you're saying, that people in your life were not able to be a part of the process mm-hmm. of walking it had to be hush hush it's like Mm. oh if you have questions we'll pray for you but Mm. this is not to be discussed in this sphere you know whatnot and so it just wasn't very a conducive environment right and I think I think a lot of young people well I don't know if it's just young people but in this place in the world that we're at Mm -hmm. people are asking questions people are wondering is there a God is he good? Is he for me? Like, I just get a sense of the, the world is looking, looking for him. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I don't watch the news. I refuse no. to watch the news. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I, you know, I stick my toe in every once in a while just to make sure, like, what's going on in the world. But I just can't because it's so, it's depressing. There's nothing good going on. It seems there's nothing good going on in the world. So I understand mm-hmm. that there's a great need for knowing God mm-hmm. right now. There's a great need. And so when we're talking about knowing God, we're talking about getting to know the truth of Him. Mm-hmm. Not what your parents tell you from church, not what your church leaders tell you, but like you knowing for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you having the personal relationship and you to be able to say, I know God. And I know that he is good, right? Absolutely. And that's when that's when it changes, when you can know for yourself. And I think that I, I have two adult children, and I've seen them go through this season of life of where they can't they they have to figure out God for themselves, mm-hmm. right? They've grown up in the church. They've been around all the church, all the things. Um, Bo and I, we've always been in leadership of some form or fashion, so they've always been a part of that. But both of them have come to a place in their life where, like, but but who is God to me? Mm-hmm. You know. And so I just want to encourage our leader, our listeners, to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Ask Absolutely. the questions. Ask the questions and ask them to people who you know are solid mm. in the faith, people who won't echo those doubts that you may have yeah. and be like, well, actually, I was thinking the same thing. Well, it's okay to think the same thing, right. but not people who will magnify those mm-hmm. doubts, people who will minimize them yes. in a way that makes you feel that you have the answers. Yeah. And always turn to God first as well. Yes. It's not wrong to pray about those doubts. And I firmly mm-hmm. believe that if you ask God, he'll give you an answer. For sure. It might not be the one that you want, mm-hmm. but it will be an answer and it will help in, in the long term. And I think yeah. you have to have the faith to trust that God is always good, mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. you don't get the answers to your questions. Because... Yeah. There are definitely some questions, and I've spoken with pastors about, Mm -hmm. and you don't always get the answer Mm -hmm. that you want, and you don't always even get an answer, but there will be an opportunity to build your faith, and you have to just trust that God's always good, Yeah, even if you don't get what you want. Yes, absolutely. I I would just say, get in the Word. Mm -hmm. Like, read the Bible. Very simply. Read Mm -hmm. the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you realize how many questions are so silly when yeah. you really get um, deep into the word. You're like, wow, that one question I was like, you know, so mm. built up over, I guess. Right. Like, that question was so silly. Right. And, like, I don't even need the answer to that mm. because that was so unnecessary to ask. And yeah. it just showed my heart place, mm. truly. Yeah. that's That was, for me at least, a personal thing mm-hmm. where some questions mm-hmm. I go back and I'm like, my heart place was in the wrong mm. the wrong spot mm. for me to even ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. So now it was not even a necessary thing to get answered. Right. Because you saw the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that really wasn't important. Yes. Like, don't get stuck on the small things. Mm-hmm. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small <laughs> stuff. <laughs> get into get in the Word. Read the Bible. And if, if you are saying, I try to read the Bible, but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I can't focus. Like, because I've been there. I've done all yes. of that. Right? Try to read the Bible and be like, okay, I have no idea what I just read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, how would you, and I know this is a little bit off talk, topic a little bit, but how would you encourage our leaders, leaders, listeners to read the Bible? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ways that I would encourage them to read the Bible mm-hmm. is to... This is one of the ways that I like to do it. I like to read the Bible through in a year, but okay. kind of take take your time and write down mm-hmm. what you're learning as you learn it. Don't just learn it to be like, oh, checked off. I read mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But write things down as you learn yeah. and pray before and pray after that God yeah. will show you even through these stories. Like right now I'm going through Exodus mm-hmm. and I'm learning about the tabernacle and mm-hmm. the measurements <laughs> and the garments and the colors of yeah. the tapestries. And yeah. like it's hard to get stuff out of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. But I pray before yeah. that I don't take it at face value. Mm-hmm. That I'm like there was reasoning behind those things and I pray that even as specific for in my opinion I was like well that seems a little extra God like (laughs) (laughs) um but even how those little details God cares about all of those little things and there's so many things in my life where I've just been like well God cares about this big thing but Mm -hmm. not necessarily this small thing Mm -hmm. and I think God can show you so many things in scripture when your heart's open so just maintaining my my advice would just be Mm -hmm. maintain an open heart posture yeah. be tender hearted and receptive yeah. whenever you go into anything mm-hmm. just keep an open heart for whatever god's mm-hmm. going to give you mm-hmm. and i believe if you if you ask him to meet you there he will yeah and I so agree. that would be my advice and also for prayer i know this isn't the question necessarily yeah, no. but for prayer something mm-hmm. that really helps me as i can get very easily distracted mm-hmm. is to have a piece of paper in front of you and mm-hmm. before you pray write down anything that you're thinking about that okay. could distract you from prayer. Any like whether it's bills to pay, whether mm. it's a meeting you have later, whether mm. it's well, what did I buy these groceries? Mm-hmm. All of those real life stuff yeah. that get in the way of when we're trying to pray. Yeah, write down a list, make them very brief, but mm-hmm. a, a very whatever list. Yeah, and then start to pray. Mm-hmm. And if something comes to mind, add it to the list. Yeah, and then put the paper away. Yeah, and do that. And it sounds silly, but do it as ever however many times that you need to Mm -hmm. so that you can pray Mm -hmm. and i also set a i i do this personally but like set a stopwatch Mm -hmm. so you know like okay i'm actually not praying for as long as i think because Mm -hmm. um not that you need to record the amount that you pray but just so you know realistically because you can get lost in the prayer Mm -hmm. which is the goal i would say yeah um to where you don't even get distracted by any life stuff you're just so in the flow of the prayer yeah um but that list works well for me Mm -hmm. just to compartmentalize Mm -hmm. and move it to the side yeah i do the same thing like i have i have a note on my phone and Mm -hmm. 
I call it a brain dump. So <laughs> I can't do it on my phone. I get distracted. Oh, yeah. I have to well, pull my phone away. Yeah, whatever. If it's a piece of paper, anything, that nothing that distracts you. But, mm-hmm. but it is that. Like, I do the same thing is because your brain, like, you, your mind will wander. You're praying and your mm-hmm. mind will wander. And then you're, I, I go into all <laughs> these things. I'm like, but if I can brain dump it, like, put it aside, then I can continue in prayer. That's a very good practical um practical thing I want to circle back to something that you said about like find somebody mm-hmm. that you feel is secure enough to like when we're talking about asking questions absolutely don't just ask anybody yes don't just ask anyone <laughs> and Lord, it can, it don't can ask all your doubt and don't ask anybody on social media <laughs> Yeah, that's never really a good way no. to do it. And I'm I'm no. such an anti-texting person. Mm-hmm. I am such a okay. You want to talk? Let's mm-hmm. call. Let's talk. Um, because I I genuinely believe while people can be impacted by things they read on social media, mm-hmm. they are so much more impacted by speaking to someone, yes. hearing those vocal inflections, those mm-hmm. intonations, hearing that there's someone genuinely interested in right. what they have to say and who they are as a person. Yes. So find that person you can trust. Yes. I would. Pre- personally go I have a few people mm-hmm. specifically pastors in my life that mm-hmm. I look up to mm-hmm. um and I would go to them with the questions they mm-hmm. don't always have the questions yeah and I mean they'll always if they're good they'll always point you back to God right, um, right. and that's why you can feel safe in asking them but yeah. yeah definitely make sure you find someone who is firm in their faith yeah and I would um, that makes all the difference <laughs> it does I I have uh, young people asking me questions, and I I will be the first one to say, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a really great question. I don't know, but let's get in the word. Like let's 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 study that together. Like let's come up with that answer together, right? Because I I want to be really cautious to mm-hmm. not um, lead anybody astray. Mm-hmm. I really want to point people back to God, not to my ideas or my experiences. Um, but what does God say about that? Absolutely. You know, because when we talk about truth, mm-hmm. that's where we need to go. Amen. That it's needs not to be a, a subjective thing. It is Truth not. is objective. And yes. I think that's a really good point. Lots of people like to point to experiences and I'm mm-hmm. not discounting the value, There's value. and importance. Yeah. Experience is how God can speak to you. <laughs> 100%. Right. Yes. However, we have to acknowledge that there is objective truth. Yes. And there's not my truth, your truth, mm-hmm. her truth, his truth. There is one truth. Yes. And that is God. Right. And and I think that we can't get we can get really caught up in social mm-hmm. media nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "Well, it's just my truth. You mm-hmm. do your thing, I'll do my thing, laissez-faire, yeah. you know, yeah. type of thing." And that can get really it sounds nice. It sounds in theory, nice. right. but in actuality, it's just moving people further and further away mm-hmm. from truth. It really is. It just causes more confusion. Mm-hmm. It does not bring clarity. Absolutely. Like there's no answers in that because, oh, <laughs> <laughs> truth is not subjective. Absolutely. It is not subjective. Um, okay. So when, let's go back to when Aiden, when you and Aiden met and how he was that, safe space for you to be able to and to to ask those questions that you didn't feel comfortable asking anywhere else mm-hmm. how did that change you how would you say that changed you as a person well i would go to the scripture that says perfect love 
cast mm-hmm. out all fear. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that all doubt is rooted in fear of, well, is this actually true? Mm-hmm. Is this actually what it says? And so for me, not that Aiden's love is necessarily perfect, but it was an imitation of God's love, which mm-hmm. is agape, unconditional. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that imitation of love for me, it impacted me in so many ways, mm-hmm. and it really cast out all my fear. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I got such a beautiful opportunity to see life. And because I had gotten to the point where I was um, planning my suicide Mm. and I was planning a day and all of these different things and, you know, reasoning how I should do these and how I can do it in a way that would impact the the least amount of people Mm. where it wouldn't be a big deal and, you know, it wouldn't be expensive. And I was going through all these logical reasons, you know. Yeah. But the thing was, is I feel like after getting the answers to those things and realizing that there is more, there is purpose Mm. and there is so much more for you specifically. There is a reason that you are here right now. There's Mm. a reason for your life. I feel like, and I was, I was um, not planning to live till 18. Wow. Um, But the fact that I'm alive today and I'm 23 now. Mm-hmm. Um, Praise God. Amen, yeah. <laughs> I feel like at that age, I got um, a second chance at life mm-hmm. when, wow. I, when I realized fully what I was going to be taking for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I, I was literally just not even taking into account everything that God's done for me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so weird to think, but that's truly pride. It's truly pride to think that um, uh, it doesn't matter to me that God did all this for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and take it all for granted and just get get rid of this because it's so bad from my perspective or in this moment it's just too much for me. Mm-hmm. God's equipped you with what you need to have the strength, even mm-hmm. in the worst of situations. And it's not like he doesn't know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And so that was... Um, something that really impacted me. And I was working in hospice at the at the time too, so I had a very close... Um, close understanding of the dying process and so I was very familiar with it Mm. and I think that working in hospice before after and during all of that time Mm -hmm. was actually so so helpful for me Mm. to re um kind of reestablish my relationship with the understanding of death Mm. it's not something to be feared it is literally a natural process of life mm-hmm. and it is the natural end to everything. Yeah. And it's not something to be afraid of. And it's also not something to hurry. As silly as it sounds, this right. was comforting to me. Yeah. The fact that we are all going to get there eventually. Yeah. Whether you're going to do it now mm-hmm. on your own mm-hmm. or you're going to let it happen the way that it, God, you know, God is, God knows how you're going to die. Yeah. If you want to just let it happen the way that it's already going to, mm. you're already in line, mm. you know, you're mm-hmm. already in that line, whether you think about it or not. So mm-hmm. why are you trying to cut? Is it like, mm. why are you trying to cut the line? Mm. Um, okay. You know, if you're already in line, why cut it? Yeah. And I feel like there's so much from the front of the line to the end of the line. There's so much to do. Mm. There are so many people. There are so many people to impact. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that you can do for God. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like at a very young age, I feel like I got a second chance mm. and a new passion for life. Mm-hmm. And um, just this overwhelming urge to be intentional in every aspect of my life. Wow. And Aiden, and I was talking to Aiden about this before I got on here yeah. just five minutes ago. Yeah. And he said, um, regarding this topic, he mm-hmm. was like, she has an impossible level of intentionality that you would have thought would have burned off by now. But 
she's like, no, like she literally just lives her life that way. And mm. I just, I don't want to take anything mm. for granted. I've been yeah. given too much yeah. to not use it for his glory. Yeah. So that's just a way that God's love has impacted me. Yeah. I love that. Like cutting the line. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, can we talk about just the, the depth of, depression that you have to be in yeah to to be willing to cut the line yes um like how easy i don't know if easy is the right is the right word but how suddenly you can find yourself there oh yeah absolutely and can we can we talk about like what you're actually giving up you're giving up everything the you're giving up the opportunity to impact all the people that God has put in your life. Mm. Everyone that you know specifically in mm. your life, everyone you come across is someone that God knew would be there. Mm. And every time that you feel the need to talk to someone, to go reach out to them, I believe that there's a greater purpose behind it. Mm. I believe that mm. you were put in their life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And whether that be moving people closer to Jesus, reminding them of mm-hmm. their purpose, reminding them to lean on their identity of who they are in Christ mm-hmm. and not who they feel they should be mm-hmm. or what makes them happy, which is just another one of the very um, nice and fluffy sounding lies. Yeah. Um, God does not call us to be happy. Mm-hmm. He calls us to obedience yeah and our obedience will bring us true joy which mm-hmm. is different different than happiness yeah. but there's nothing better that you could ever experience right. than that joy of the lord right absolutely and can think about like just your personal relationship with the lord mm-hmm. and what it was then mm-hmm. what it is now oh my goodness i would say It's night and day. Mm. I would say at that point, too, I was leaning into so many of the feelings that I was told not to, Mm -hmm. but it felt... I think lots of people don't talk about this, but Mm -hmm. there is a comfort in sadness. And lots of times we as humans like to stay wherever it's comfortable Mm -hmm. and we can get comfortable in our own depression. Mm -hmm. We can actually get addicted to the feelings of sadness and listening to songs that we know will evoke a certain emotion from us that will kind of stew us deeper into this pit Mm -hmm. that we feel is so dark we can't climb out of, yet we keep digging deeper. Mm. And I think it's um, I think it's uh, definitely the devil wanting to work us even lower because if we are depressed, if we are away from God, mm-hmm. we can't. We're not going to be actively working for God yeah. if we're digging a deeper hole for ourselves. Right. How are we going to help other people pick up the shovel <laughs> right. if we're using it to yeah. dig ourselves deeper? Yeah. And so I would, I would just say the difference is night and day. And I've seen so many confirmations of mm. just God's presence in my life. Mm. Um, I could go on for days, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, talk about that a little bit. Like, you met an awesome guy. Mm -hmm. You're married. You're, like, in school to do the thing that you desire to do. It feels so surreal, to be honest. It feels so surreal. Because these were all things that I never thought I'd do. Mm. I never thought I would live to a certain age. I never thought Mm. I would get married. I never thought I would get you know get a career necessarily i never mm-hmm. really expected those things to happen for mm-hmm. me um and that's just i i just cannot help but be thankful like mm-hmm. how can you have so many blessings and not realize how how blessed you are for and sure. that sounds so silly but yeah. just how blessed you are yeah 
That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Truly. Um, do you believe that God rejoices when truth wins out? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, he's the author of truth. So, like, yeah. if you've written a book, mm-hmm. would you not be happy if it sold out? Mm-hmm. Like, there you go. <laughs> Of course you're going to be happy. Of course. And I would say if God equals truth, of course he'll be happy mm-hmm. when his way prevails. Is, that was his intention yeah. from the get-go. It was. So, absolutely. <laughs> um, can you describe a time when you were given the opportunity to show this kind of love to somebody else? Sure. I actually had a, a time kind of recently happen. Okay. I'm currently interning at a in a pediatric facility for occupational therapy and Mm -hmm. so I'm working kind of full-time seeing different kids there Mm -hmm. with different diagnoses Mm -hmm. and I'm under two different OTAs Mm -hmm. um, occupational therapy assistants and they they're just the ones that supervise what I do and just make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to and so one of them came to me after work the other day just telling me of a of a heavy burden on her heart mm-hmm. and i i was like wow i'm so sorry you're going through this do you want to pray with me mm-hmm. and so we took a minute and we just prayed together mm-hmm. and it was really really nice and i i've found recently and i've been asking god mm-hmm. if you ask god to give you people to reach out to mm-hmm. he will give you opportunities <laughs> and the thing is is you don't even have to ask god i've mm-hmm. realized that that's so silly you do not even have to ask God for opportunities because he gives them to you. And if you're close to him, yeah. you'll answer with yeah. a yes. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think I think maybe it's not asking, asking, but just saying it's, it's your heart, heart posture, right? Mm-hmm. Like being ready to be used by him. Absolutely. And so, and so being alert that if somebody comes along, then to be aware like, oh, okay, this is a moment where I can... Absolutely. Offer to pray with somebody. Offer just to listen. Like it, it can be as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Just just listening. that here am I send me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I know the here that they're referring to there is a location rather mm-hmm. than a verb of hear me. But yeah. just think of the word here. Mm-hmm. Listen to God mm-hmm. and then go. Yeah. So use it as a verb and then as a noun. There you go. Um, and so listen and then go. Mm-hmm. I have this little thing right here where. She sent me a message, Mm -hmm. the OTA, Mm -hmm. she sent me a message um, later just Mm -hmm. telling me about how much that prayer impacted her life. Mm -hmm. And I have it here if I can read it. Yeah, please do. And um, it really made my day the other day, and it really confirmed a lot of things that I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And so here's what she said. She wrote, um, she said, iron sharpens iron. We've all heard that Bible verse or quote one way or another. Praise God, I've witnessed it firsthand the past two weeks. Mm -hmm. I am a quote unquote old Christian and I've been set in my ways. Ashamed to admit it, but I've been stagnant for a while. A few years back, I poured out faithful, fervent prayers for a young mother and close friend to win a battle over cancer and God didn't heal her on earth like I thought he should have. She had faith and I had faith and I've not been in a good headspace since. I've been working a new job setting doing occupational therapy in the therapy room where i work the other ota has a young 23 year old student doing her field work under her that's me (laughs) um i've spent only three days with the young girl and her love for jesus is contagious anytime we have she's rebuking our negativity questioning our thought pattern to align it with god's word and she makes me um, she makes me a better me, a mm. want to be a better me. That's what she says. Mm. Her light is so bright. It's like the fire within me has been stoked by hers. Mm. Today, while preparing to leave, I asked her to pray for one of the teenagers my heart has 
been heavy for right now. And instead of saying yes and wanting the gossip, she said, do you have a few minutes? Let's do it right now. Mm -hmm. In an empty classroom, her and I prayed over a deep burden of mine, and my heart finally felt a relief and a peace that it was all in God's hands. Mm -hmm. Iron sharpened iron. This girl has stirred my heart and made me crave the relationship with Jesus I once had. Surround yourself with iron in a time such as this. We need each other. Mm, That's amazing. mm -hmm. Yeah, it just, it really, like, solidified to me that Mm. God can use anyone if Mm. you'll just say yes. Just say yes. And I've been finding so many people just throughout the day that will share things with me. And I wonder why they choose to share them with me. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever had somebody talk to you just about random trials they're going through? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, like, you know, whatever (laughs) it may be. Um, And you're almost wondering in your mind, you're like, well, I wonder why they're sharing this with me. Mm -hmm. And then you move forward throughout your day. Mm -hmm. I've come to find out and stop. I've stopped moving forward throughout my day and Mm -hmm. realized that that is an opportunity for prayer. Mm. They're going to you, I personally believe, because they know that you have a light inside of you. Mm. They have, you have the savior inside of you Mm -hmm. and you have the person who has the answers. Mm -hmm. And so they bring these things to you and you as a Christian have the ability to pray with them Mm -hmm. and bring it before a God who can help them. And so I've been just making sure that my eyes are fully open to mm-hmm. circumstances like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and just listening to the Holy Spirit as I feel led mm-hmm. and stop questioning it mm-hmm. and just just obey. Yeah. Just obey. Yeah. Be in the space and be willing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That and makes God will difference. use you. God will, will use it. He will. That's so good. Um, <clears throat> what do you think are the main obstacles that we face in showing this kind of love? I would say the first one that comes to mind is pride. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there are a lot of times, and I've had this more recently when I've prayed with people in public Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like a a homeless person or, you know, like just Mm -hmm. random people I pray with whenever I feel led, truly. And it can be at inconvenient times, quote unquote, inconvenient times (laughs) that you feel led to pray with people. Yeah. And so if I was so concerned, I, I cry every time I pray. That's mm-hmm. just how I am typically. Yeah. Whenever, I'm, whenever I pray, I cry. Yeah, I just, that's how I am. Yeah. And so even if I'm praying with other people, mm. I might have a face of makeup on. I don't mm. care. Mm. If I feel led, I just go. Mm. And so the thing is, is I think pride, if I was worried so much about what other people thought of me, oh my gosh, are they going to be looking at me as I'm praying with this random person? Are mm. they going to think that X, Y, Z? But that's not something that you can think of when you're feeling led you can't question mm-hmm. it you just know and yeah. you go yeah and so I would say I wrote down pride um ignorance just mm-hmm. just ignorance of like well you know they do their thing I do my thing they they probably don't want what I have so mm-hmm. you know just having that mindset okay. of not really not really realizing what they need saving from I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. and I think Truly, it's not understanding how much we've been given. Mm. And I've said that so many times, but if we realize the full extent of the beautiful gift that we've been given, we would not hesitate to Mm -hmm. give it to others. Mm. I watched this one video recently where there was an atheist Mm -hmm. talking about Christians. And he said, one of the things that has made me doubt so much Mm -hmm. is that if Christians truly believed that they were being saved from a place as horrible as Mm -hmm. hell, why are they not all screaming mm. from the mountaintops? Yeah. Why are they not all? And he said, every single one of them should be telling me and they and loving me. If they mm. love me, mm-hmm. they should be all trying to tell me mm-hmm. how to be saved if God is really good. Yeah. And God is really good. Yeah. And I think that 
I would shout it from the mountaintops and yeah. I would be that person. Yeah. And so he said that he has major respect for so many Christians that he does notice doing that mm-hmm. because those are the true believers who actually are following the commandments of what God is God said to do in mm-hmm. his Bible. Yeah. So Yeah. That was just a really good point I saw the other day. That is good. Would you say another obstacle is insecurity? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, like, as Christians, we feel like, well, I need to have all of the answers first. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Aiden was just telling me about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to know all the Bible verses. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to answer any possible question that anybody could yeah. possibly have. Or they'll think I'm better than them, or I think I'm right. better than them. Or they'll or, yeah. think that it's phony because I don't have an answer, or mm-hmm. whatever that insecurity is. Yeah, so true. It, but at the end of the day, really, <laughs> we'll never have all of the answers. Mm-hmm. Never, right? I don't care who you are. I don't care what theologian. I, you <laughs> you will still have questions, mm-hmm. right? You may have a little bit more. You may have a few more answers than I do, but you still have questions. So, Absolutely. and I say that all to say, we're never going to be perfect. Of course. We are never going to have all of the answers. But what you do have is a Bible, <laughs> You have a personal relationship with God yourself, Mm -hmm. and you can have the heart posture to be able to listen and talk to somebody. And that right there can make a world of difference, Mm -hmm. right? If if you're just willing to just share your personal testimony, because I always go back, one of my favorite verses is uh, Revelations 12, 11. They overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Mm -hmm. That's what we have. Those are the tools that we have today in this world that we're living in. The blood of the lamb, the word of the God, the gospel, right? That Jesus came, he died on the cross. For Mm -hmm. our sins. He rose again, sits at the right hand of the Father. He did all of that to to bring us back into relationship with God. That's how much he loved us. Mm -hmm. And then our testimony of like, and that I encountered him. I experienced his love and it changed me. Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that you have been able to come into this space and say, I was here I encountered Jesus I had someone show me a love that that I hadn't experienced before Mm -hmm. and in that I was able to get a better understanding of who God was is and now this is who I am today from that experience Mm -hmm. right and just sharing that alone you don't have to be perfect you don't have Thank to goodness. know. Thank <laughs> Right? right? Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Because what a weight mm-hmm. to try to be perfect first. Mm-hmm. Well, no one would be able to be reached then. No, be, if we were all waiting yeah. for perfection to right. reach out to someone. No. We, it, we would never happen. Mm-hmm. The gospel would never spread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're not Jesus. Right? So we're not perfect. So I want everybody to know, like, everybody has insecurities. There, mm-hmm. there There's going to be some reason, some thing that may prevent you or not prevent you but make you second guess hesitant yeah hesitant that's a good word hesitant to show the love of christ but really at the end of the day it's not about us Mm -hmm. and i would just if somebody was struggling with that insecurity and Mm -hmm. i feel like it's especially women are susceptible to that insecurity Mm -hmm. i feel like as they um have a proclivity to worry more about their Mm -hmm. image and Mm -hmm. what other people are looking at when they see them yeah um 
And so my advice to them would just be to get their roots mm. firmly grounded in the, their identity in Christ. Yes. Because outside of Christ, there should not be too much of an identity. Yeah. Um, because who you are, who does Christ say that you are, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then align who you think you are and who you are truly Mm -hmm. with what God says you are in the Bible. God does not say that you're supposed to be insecure. God does not say that you're supposed to be worrying about what other people think of you. Yeah. You know, he just tells us to be obedient. Right. Just listen and be obedient. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you, Megan, for just sharing your story today. You had a quote. Do you want to read that? Oh, sure. I love this quote. Um. I have like a little quote book. And so in this one, I put, you cannot compromise with evil and expect to be victorious, especially in the area of truth. Mm. And I feel like truth is something that is infallible and you cannot corrupt truth because it is objective and it stands alone. And I think also from a spiritual perspective that God is truth. And so he, he cannot, cannot compromise with evil. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let, let truth win out in your life today. Mm-hmm. Listener, just let truth win out in your life today. Thank you for joining me today. Okay. That, I want to, well, Megan, seriously, thank you for coming today, and thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. I think that um, anybody that's listening today is impacted just from you being vulnerable and opening up and sharing some pretty serious stuff. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, transition. We have a question, like a fun question that we go out on. Are you a dog person or a cat person? <laughs> okay, what a transition. Okay, um, I would say I am a yes to all of the above person. <laughs> I love all kinds of animals and the more the merrier. Okay. Um, but if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. I would have to say a dog because okay. my dog's my favorite thing ever. Oh, you have a dog? Mm-hmm. Missy, she's a little dachshund corgi mix. And oh my she, goodness. She has spots like a cow. Uh-huh. And so she's just beautiful in every way and I Aww. love her. <laughs> awesome, thank you. Of course, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more, go to my website, amandaparker.net, scroll to the bottom, and hit subscribe.